Welcome back to The Federal Drive with Tom Temin. Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Congress returns today, a reminder that the second half of the fiscal year is in full swing and prospects for next year only half-baked. That's just one of many factors shaping up to make a busy season for contractors, as we hear from Larry Allen, president of Allen Federal Business Partners. And you've got some advice, Larry, for what contractors are to do between now and the end of the fiscal. There's still hay to be made. What's your take? Tom, there's plenty of hay to be made, and this is the time to put your strategic plan in place so that you are doing business now, but you're also prepared to do business in the all-important fourth quarter. Look, reality is, surprise, we're in the third quarter now and have been for several weeks now. So this is the time that you should definitely be getting business in the door, but it's also the time where you need to be laying the groundwork for what you're going to be doing in the future. So my first piece of advice to contractors is fill your pipeline. Your tracking radar should be full of hits by now, whether they're RFIs or industry days or actual live RFPs. Uh, you need to have a full pipeline, even of things that uh, you might not ordinarily pursue. There's going to be time for winnowing down that pipeline later to go after the things that really shape up to be more in your wheelhouse. But right now, this is your time to just fill that pipeline with opportunities to pursue between now and September 30th. For those agencies that were late in getting their appropriations, and it's, what was it, 25% of the possible money out there, those agencies will be late in rolling out their initiatives, which means that if you stay in sync with them, it'll feel like a fiscal year if, you're, if you do it right. That's exactly right. So the second thing that I'm recommending dovetails right into that, and that's meetings with purpose. We all like to get meetings, but this is the time of year when most of your meet and greets, your introductory meetings let us show you what our new catalog is. Those meetings, Tom, should generally be behind contractors right now. While some feds may still be able to sit down and talk to you about general topics, most want to talk about specific pieces of business, specific needs they have that hopefully you can fill for them and you have some ideas on how to fill it. So you may be following up on an introductory meeting that you had, say, in December, but the topic and the discussion should be much more focused now on a specific piece or pieces of business. And I imagine that would have consonance with the federal counterpart that wants to come to a meeting. They like purpose, too, in the meetings. That's right. Indeed, you're going to find that your government customer, like you, is increasingly busy and increasingly focused on getting actual projects out the door. So you want to make sure that you're respecting everyone's time. And it's going to be a little bit tougher to get some of those meetings. So the third thing I'm recommending, Tom, is to ramp up marketing. This is may sound like a no-brainer, but in reality, many contractors wait until the last quarter of the fiscal year to do a big marketing push. And it's at that time of year when your marketing becomes very tactical, very specific. Uh, but this is a time where you should be doing some strategic marketing. Make sure you get your message heard when there aren't as many voices crying out uh, at one time. Uh, you can talk a little bit about what your capabilities are, establish your federal bona fides, 
that trust, the low-risk nature of your innovative solution, this is a good time to get those messages out now, and your campaign should be ready to go, and you can take it from the strategic now to the tactical towards the end of the year uh, and have a very effective use of marketing in support of your actual sales opportunities. We're speaking with Larry Allen, president of Allen Federal Business Partners. And one of the other things you're pointing out is how much is on GSA's plate, certainly an agency central to a lot of procurement and buying in the government. And they've got a lot going, including schedules consolidation, but that's not the whole picture. No, not by any means, Tom. GSA for a sub-cabinet agency has a substantial amount of work on their plate. First of all, they have all the huge issues dealing with the public building service and federal space and federal buildings, and what are they going to do on high-profile projects like the FBI. Congress, as you know, is looking over their shoulder uh, on that closely. But even on the contracting side, there are changes coming to OASIS. There are Alliant two RFPs that still have to be dealt with and uh, protests resolved. There's a huge electronic commerce initiative that the agency is working on, not to mention that OMB leans heavily on GSA to implement its category management initiative, something that you and I have spoken about before. All of this adds up to a lot on the plate of GSA leadership, and one of the things that I'm telling contractors to expect is, look, this is all probably going to lead to some delays in how these projects wind themselves out. Let's just look at the schedules consolidation project for one. Now, it's an important project, but one of the things I want to emphasize, Tom, is even if that is delayed a little bit, a delay is not inherently a bad thing. Many of the contractors I've spoken with, for example, want GSA to take its time on consolidation to ensure that its own internal workforce is on board with the project and knows about it. That's not always been the case with GSA initiatives. They do a good job of telling industry what's going on, and they kind of think that they've had some town hall meetings with internal customers, internal workers, uh, but then industry comes in knowing more. So if there's a delay in the schedules project, but that delay is related to improving education internally, you're going to end up with a better transition uh, to the new program uh, than you otherwise would have if you'd rushed it out. Yes, because the schedules program is ongoing and has been for umpty-ump years, so it's not as if something won't happen if, it, if the consolidation doesn't take place. And what about some of the big GWACs that they have cooking and revamping at, at GSA? Anything people should take note of for the immediate future? Well, Oasis is working on an onboard for some of its small businesses right now. Uh, EIS, the big telecommunications contract, has actually seen its first piece of business, and I think there are a lot of people, including myself, who are expecting EIS business to be generated between now and the end of the fiscal year. Uh, that certainly is going to be a big proving point for GSA. And the agency is always looking at its mix of contracts, Tom, and how it's going to uh, buy things. Uh, one significant thing for customers and contractors to think about is that if you're going to use GSA's assisted acquisition services to buy IT or professional services, 
the time to get those projects on GSA's plate is now because we're not too far removed, maybe only a couple of months from the deadline for getting those projects in the door. Larry Allen is president of Allen Federal Business Partners. As always, thanks so much. Tom, I appreciate it, and I wish your listeners happy selling. Find a link to his blog and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to The Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. 56 past the hour, this is The Federal Drive with Tom Temin. For the latest updates, stay with federalnewsnetwork.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Up next, the top national headlines from ABC News and The Federal Newscast. I'm Tom Temin. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.